And we're off with the uh, week eight Barstool NFL Fantasy Hour. All right. Got it right, right? Well, I don't know. That was different. I, we didn't have NFL. In it. Yeah. You okay. got it. You got it right. Might as well have NFL in. I mean, that's what that's all we're talking about. I'm at Smitty Barstow. I'm joined again with Fancy Labs, DraftKings, former New York Times writer uh, at Jonathan at Bales Football, and we're giving you all the action you need to know for this week's fantasy football uh, lineups. Uh, to apologize, it's going to be a very quick show. The big wigs are here from Mr. Shernan. Uh, they are in a meeting now with everyone of importance so obviously that's why i'm able to do the podcast because i'm not going to say but i am low on the totem pole that's why we start out on itunes here for whatever reason uh so we didn't get a chance to blog out questions uh, i gotta be out of here by five we're doing the big fucking oaks and cokes thing it's like 420 right now so we'll shoot through it um, hopefully give you all the advice that you're going to need for daily fantasy and uh, someone uh, mentioned that he wants more waiver wire talk for his season-long leagues, which makes sense. Um, if we don't specifically get into that, what I said to him was the undervalued guys that we talk about, especially for tournaments, they're basically waiver wire potential. So if you want to look into picking them up for a big week, go nuts. But speaking of big slinging weeks, uh, I saw you had a nice little cash last week for what, 33000 Uh, thir- the 30K was the top one. Thirty. I mean, give or take. What's three thousand dollars in your fucking life? <laughs> but but I have to admit, like the what we were talking about last week. Even your boy Quincy Inua had a big seventy-five yard freaking touchdown. Pretty much every person that we talked about last week hit. And we were discussing before the podcast. You said it's amazing that these high value guys just keep on crushing it week in week out. I mean, do you anticipate? basically every person that we talk about not hit because it's, it's pretty incredible that everyone that we have been discussing has, has come through. Yeah. I can't imagine we get another player wrong the rest of the year. That was the most real question I've ever asked on this fancy football podcast, but no sarcasm, no cynicism involved. And you just come out straight and give that response. <laughs> no, the thing is that the guys, um, you know, just because a guy is uh, is underpriced or offers value or whatever, doesn't it doesn't actually affect his chances of doing well in the games. So the fact that the guys who have been underpriced that uh, that, that we've talked about have um, have actually done well is sort of variant. Is it's, it's a little bit random. It's not random to identify those players, but. Um, yeah, it's been like an unprecedented run with, in in terms of um, the 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 guys who sharp players are on um, actually reaching and exceeding value. So it won't continue like that. But uh, yeah, it's been really good so far, and uh, just a good year, I think, for smart players. Well, let's be honest here. Uh, pretty much every player that we discussed last week had a good week, besides the obvious which is, I'm going to let you finish the sentence. Um, I, I, I think you're talking about Justin Hunter. I think we... <laughs> you think? <laughs> you think? He had two, I think he had two for 25. <laughs> That's not going to get it done. That's not going to put deals <laughs> on the table. I wasn't, I wasn't really on Justin Hunter. I mean, I did play him because I said I would, but um, 
Yeah, I, I didn't have much. Did you? Have yeah, I played him because you told me to fucking play him. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know I why I keep playing him. I, I played him and I, three years I'm playing this bum, and he hasn't come through. Maybe when he did score a touchdown the past two games, it basically wasn't worth it because that's all he had. I'll tell you what, though. This is the week that I like him a lot. <laughs> but, but you look at the other players we had last week. Uh, Jaquiz Rogers, you were on hot. He had a good week. Spencer Ware, great week. A.J. Green, you were hammering. Uh, he did one of the best wide receivers out there. Jack Doyle, we talked about. Gronk, obviously, DeMarco Murray. I mean, all these guys that uh, we said were going to come through actually came through. And, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's keep the tires rolling this week. Uh, best player overall for week number eight. Who do you got? Um, just overall points, I'll go – don't say Antonio Brown. Like, I, 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 it's not Antonio. It's uh, Matt Ryan. All right. Matt Ryan at home against the Packers. So uh, we haven't said him yet. Um, I well, think actually, I said him last week, and you agreed with me, uh, which I was on as humbled, I was very humbled about. And he still had like kind of a shit week for him, though. So. Did we said he was the top projected? I don't remember. That. I said I said he was the top projected. You came out, and I think you said Cam which was didn't start out hot, but ended no, up. Cam was okay. Yeah, he ended up being very good. Uh, I sat Matt Ryan, and you, 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 you agreed with me. You tugged my sack a little bit, which I was happy about. It tickled, but, you know. All right, who's your, who's your top guy this week? Uh, my top guy this week, uh, you want to know what? I'm going to go uh, Devontae Freeman. Uh, Seven Coleman's out. They really don't have any other running back. And you saw last year when Freeman was getting all the touches, uh, what he was able to do with them, especially in the red zone. So, you know, at home against the Packers. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, I think the quarterbacks, it, I, it just depends on your, on your scoring, but um, I don't, I don't hate that. I, I like that. I think that Freeman's like pretty obvious, uh, pretty obvious value. And, and who, who they, they signed someone this week off the waiver wire, but um, I forget who it was. Some, someone, no, no, it wasn't Al Davis once to the Packers. They picked someone up last minute that, that I, I, I don't think they're going to play that much. No, I it's going to be all Freeman. Yeah. Um, other quarterbacks that you see of uh, importance in week number eight? Quarterbacks, man. This is a guy that I don't know if we've said him this year. I think the obvious guy in cash games is Jameis. Jameis Winston. Um, at home against Oakland. At home against Oakland, 5,700 on DK. Uh, I think they're going to throw the, the ball around a bit. Um, Oakland's been um, awful against, uh, against top receivers. Mike Evans is just going to go nuts, I think. Um, the games that they've given up to reposing receivers have been, have been crazy. I think they had one game that was um, okay, which was last week against um, – uh, Allen Robinson and Hearns, although Mark Marquise Lee went o- over a hundred, um, but yeah, they, they uh, I don't think are going to be able to um, stop them. And so, so in cash, I think it's either I think Jameis is the best value, um, and then if you want something maybe a little bit safer, Matt Ryan, like we said, against the um, the Packers or Russell Wilson potentially at New Orleans. We think about this kid, Kevin Hogan at home against the Jets. He ran for over 100 yards last week. Didn't pass worth shit. 
what? He's not as a starter now with Kessler with a concussion, McGown uh, out with the collarbone injury. I mean, obviously, he's I not. Think, I think Kessler's going to play. I think Kessler's going to play. Is, it, is, yeah. that, is that your Wednesday? Uh, that was my. I think I've been wrong on every one of these, but I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I'd bet. I'd bet. I'd bet like pretty good money that that Kessler's going to play. I, I saw something on it, and um, we have Kessler in at Fantasy Labs, and we switched it. So I'm pretty sure that uh, we did that for a reason. All right, good. That's good intel. Well done. Uh, on to running backs. Uh, we spoke about Devontae Freeman as being a stud. Who's your number one pick over a running back this week besides him? Uh, yeah, I think I think uh, Devontae. Um, two Devontae's. Devontae. Devonta. Devontae is uh, is what I say, but I also don't. <laughs> I don't turn on the TV or speak to any other humans throughout the week, so uh, that's just me reading it. I don't actually know. I'm pretty sure it's Devontae, though. It's spelled and Devonta, but the, to each I'm fairly confident it's Devontae. <laughs> and then another Devontae. Can, do you know which Devontae? Another Devontae is super chalk. Like, uh, there's no – I guarantee you that, that the lineup I send you this week will have um, this Devontae in. Uh, Devontae Booker? Yeah, Devontae. C.J. Anderson yeah. is just ruled out. Yeah. So, Devontae Booker at home against the Chargers at 3,700 is an auto start. And even in tournaments, like, can't beat him. Um, so, yeah. Those are the two guys I think are obvious. Got quiz if Doug Martin's out. He didn't practice today, Wednesday, and I don't think he's going to play. So uh, if not, then those are the three cash game guys, I think. And then maybe David Johnson you add in there, but um, but probably quiz Freeman and Devontae Booker. Uh, and Devontae Booker opens up like the cash receivers, like Mike Evans, Julio, and those guys. Do you see uh, anybody going outrageously batshit this week, like Lamar Miller two weeks ago, or our boy uh, Ajaha that has just come out of the blue for 200 yards the past two weeks, but obviously not going to do much in week eight because they are on a bye in Miami. Um, at running back, I've just been pretty much like playing these value guys who I, who I use in cash games. So I'm going to use all those guys in tournaments. Um, and then it, I mean, it, it, which is a smart play if, if they keep producing. The, the thing is that at running back, it's not really like it's the least volatile position and it's so dependent on just getting touches. And if, you, if, you, if you're confident in their workload, so for like Booker at 3,700, Devontae Freeman with Tevin Coleman out, Ja Quiz with Doug Martin out, if you're confident in that, it's like it's nothing's a sure thing, but. Um, I'm not going to like try to uh, find super low on guys at running back when there's obvious value, and that I'll try to be contrarian at uh, at other positions. So that's but what I've been doing, just playing like super high value, not really caring too much about ownership at running back. So I'll play those guys: David Johnson, Spencer Ware. Uh, that I'm not going to play in cash, I don't think, but um, a little bit too expensive. But at the uh, at Indy. I wouldn't really fault people for playing Zeke because of the workload. Um, and then in tournaments, Christine Michael at New Orleans, I like. Lamar Miller, who you mentioned, I think, from a couple weeks ago. Um, but, yeah, not, nothing like uh, – nothing that I think is too, um, too insightful. <laughs> uh, well, Jamal Charles, they're trying to ease back in, right? So that might spike uh... – less 
Spencer Ware's workload, correct? Yeah, but I don't know that they're – I don't know how much they're actually going to do that. Um, I'm not confident that they're going to do that. And even if they do, I still think Spencer Ware is fine to play at 6,800. Okay, on a wide receiver. And uh, ease up on your little SAT words like contrarian uh, mixing in. There's a family program. We want the kids to be able to follow along. All right. Contrarian is a very common DFS word, man. Just uh, get with it. (laughs) I'm I'm not with it, and I'm not going backwards to find it. So, please, (laughs) for my sake, the breaks a little bit. Uh, Wide receiver this week. yeah, who do you got? Uh, I mean, obviously, we got the Top Guns, Julio, Mike Evans. T.Y. Hilton has been a surprisingly steady big dog the last couple weeks. And we didn't even discuss Andrew Luck, who uh, helped you out in your big uh, win. He's been putting up some pretty good numbers. Yeah, I had, uh, I had, I had a double stack Luck, Hilton, and Doyle in that. And that was in the, um, the 300 or the – or the 333 on DK and, and uh, luck was only 2.4. I think yeah. it was like the biggest win of all time because he's just uh, sometimes he is horrendous in real life. I think he's one of the most overrated quarterbacks in the league. I don't even think he's like, I don't even think he's like a top 12 quarterback in the, in the league. All right, that's just outrageous, but it's really not. It's really not. Proceed. Proceed. Um, and uh, Hilton, I got at 10% and Doyle was chalk, but like the, that combination, people don't really do that much. And um, when he's chucking it around, there's definitely enough uh, upside there. So I've been doing that a little bit more um, pairing two pass catchers or even a running back. Um, I hate Gore, but, but on certain teams, you can put a running back in there. I did that a lot last week as well. Um, but yeah, I, I think that, uh, that Hilton is that, that same stack is actually in play luck Hilton Doyle. And I don't, uh, it's going to be higher owned um, than um, than last week, but I don't think it's going to be crazy just because they play the Chiefs and uh, they're not really projected that well in Vegas. But I like those guys that can just um, they can just go off and like there's only certain quarterbacks that uh, and receivers that have that upside, whether it's um, because of workload or they just like sort of suck. There's only you know even like like Breeze against. Uh, against the Seahawks. He can still go nuts. Like Breeze can still throw for 400 yards and three touchdowns against the Seahawks this week. Like I still think he's in play and luck is definitely that guy. And if he does it, I think um, Hilton and, and Doyle are the guys to go with. But uh, yeah, I don't, Hilton, you could play in cash. I don't know. Mike Evans, Julio, I think are the top guys. And then, um, and then potentially Ty Montgomery again. Um, they're at Atlanta. He just keeps getting all these snaps in the backfield and they throw short to him. So, um, he's 5,300 on DK. So I think that, uh, yeah, I'll probably be on, especially with Booker now in play, I'll probably be on like Montgomery Evans and Julio along with those, um, cheapish running backs. Is there anybody, uh, cheaper that you see that might explode a, uh, Cole Beasley perhaps? Uh, no, Cole Beasley will not explode. Obviously, Cole Beasley will not explode. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's an me, obvious overstatement. Let me uh, bring something up. So Beasley has caught, listen to this, 20, 25 of his last 27 targets 
That's over five games. He's not getting a lot of targets. He's scored three times in the past two games. He's just like, this will never continue. He's not getting a lot of targets. Um, he's not going to keep scoring. And even though he, his average target is like, I think the shortest in the league, I think it's under six yards downfield. Um, he's not going to catch 25, that 25 to 27 is nuts. It's crazy. Uh, hate Cole Beasley. We'll never play him. Um, cheap guys. No, it's interesting this week that we don't have that guy right now. Maybe, maybe that'll open up, but, um, Justin Hunter, 3,100. And he's not, he's not on the lamb. There's no arrest worn out for him right now. No, I think, I think that, uh, he's not automatically, I'm not, not playing him. So we'll see. I need to look at him more. Um, uh, and please, please calm down with uh, tweeting at him saying to invite him on this podcast. I've said way what? too many incriminating things to look, ever look him in the eye. Well, we don't, he's not going to like look that up. We, we can definitely get him on. We can definitely get him on. I'm going to keep <laughs> tweeting him. He hasn't been active since I tweeted him, so I'm, I'm just like assuming he hasn't read it. Oh, so maybe he does have an arrest warrant out for him, and he is on the, trying to keep it low-key. Low <laughs> I saw him. Out of the spotlight. No. Uh, I'm going to say yes, but. <laughs> okay, sure. No, I, I think he's in play, um, but you can't have too much. There's just like an awesome chance that he does nothing. I guess the cheapest guy, we really don't have at receiver this week. We really don't. But uh, I'll say if I had to throw someone out that could go crazy, I'm going to say Mohamed Sanu. Mohamed Sanu, uh, I think Ryan's going to do well. I think everyone is like, okay, we have to stop Julio no matter what we do. Just stop Julio. And uh, there's some chance that he gets like 10 targets and catches a bunch and has a touchdown. So I'll yeah, go soon. I, I, I was really high on him preseason because I thought he would be the, the Rod, Roddy White to Julio Jones per se. And he came out firing week one. But other than that, he is he's done dick. Yeah, he's been, he's been absolutely awful. And uh, I actually think he's a good receiver, so I'm not really sure what's going on there. Oh, so much yeah, the offense. Especially in Atlanta's, Atlanta's offense. They're chucking the ball around like no other. Yeah, but they're chucking it to their backs. They keep yeah. – all they do – if they throw downfield, it's the Julio. And then they just, like, run um, pass plays for, uh, for Freeman and Tevin. So, um, with Tevin Coleman out, maybe that changes. I don't know. On to tight ends. Uh, last week, Doyle was pretty much the uh, chalk play for everyone. And then it was Gronk and the rest. Um, Jimmy Graham had a decent game, but nobody else really stepped up. Zach Ertz did nothing. Fleener did okay. Hunter Henry had a, uh, his worst game since he's been basically the starter for San Diego. Uh, who do you got this week? Yeah, I haven't been on Henry just because he um, – they throw to him a high percentage of the time when he's on the field, but it's just like he's not on – he hasn't been on the field enough. They're still like – just not confident in that workload. But you mentioned all three guys I think you can use in cash. Gronk, uh, just because he's so good. Graham, because he's underpriced at the Saints, struggle against the tight end. Seahawks might have to throw indoors there. Breeze goes nuts at home. Like, um, I don't think that that's uh, – I think that's a really a thing where he does better at home. It hasn't just been um, uh, variance. And then uh, Jack Doyle because of the price. So uh, I actually think – uh, I think I'm going to have Doyle um, because of the, the price difference and so that I can get – it's not like it's like, you know, Doyle versus Gronk or versus Graham in isolation. It's Doyle and then I can get like Julio versus 
um, Ty Montgomery and Gronk. And then, you know, in that way, it seems uh, you can see what, how, how the value is a bit different. So it'll probably be Doyle so I can get those top receivers. I want Evans and Julio, I think. So if you have Booker and Doyle, you can do it. See, see, this is what kind of scares me about this week. I mean, we've been on the podcast running very, very, very high. And, yes, I say we, uh, which is the royal I, but, I mean, you contribute a little bit. Um, this is the type of week where, where it just seems like there's so many easy plays that you go to, and, and that's when they all just shit the bed and Gary Barnage or fucking – Emmanuel Sanders, along with Tyler Lockett, destroy life with Ted Ginn Jr. I, it just seems like one of those weeks where a lot of crazy shit's going to go down, and it's not going to be in our favor. All right, I agree. I think we're going to lose a lot of money. No, I, think, I, I definitely think that this is this week is totally different. Whereas in the past, um, I disagree on the. I don't know if you're talking just about tight end, but. Uh, the obvious play thing, it's Devontae Booker, I think, is like the only automatic play. Yeah, but, I mean, even when you're looking at running back, if you're, if you're talking about, you know, Devontae Freeman compared to priced around the same Matt, Matt Forte and, and LaShawn McCoy, who's banged up a little bit, or, or even Zeke, who's um, priced higher. I mean, you got to go Devontae Freeman, right? In well, like these obvious guys, yeah. In cash, in if you're playing like a head to head or 50 50, then yeah, that's what I'm playing. I'm playing those guys, but in tournaments, yeah, I like I like Zeke a lot actually. Um, well, I mean, tor- tournaments are a horse of a different color, you got to take shots that are against the grain, yeah. Um, but like. You do, but then people, like, do that at every position. They're like, okay, well, I'm not playing Devontae Booker. I'm not playing, like, Mike Evans. I'm not playing Julio. And then it's just a disaster. <laughs> like, you yeah, have to right. play those guys. It's like the whole lineup is what matters and how, and how um, no offense, how contrarian the whole lineup is. So uh, I think that um, – You don't need to say no offense before melting my brain. Like, just fucking say it next time. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah. So, um, but but I agree. In general, I think it's going to be. I think it's a tougher week than we've had so far this year. And I think um, the guys who everyone, the, the guys who everyone will be on, are not as obvious other than Booker than they have been in the past. And so um, we'll probably still see like everyone on these same players, and they're not in as good of spots as they have been as they have been before. And also a really weird thing about this week is there's currently no team that is um, projected to win by more than 6.5 points. There's not even a touchdown favorite in the whole league. Yeah, and, and that's um, another thing for all you uh, survival pools or suicide pool players out there. This is the toughest week possible, especially if you used up your uh, Patriots and Bengals. I mean, those are the only two like pretty sure wins I see. Even the Patriots at Buffalo – like yeah kind of going down i'm calling it right now the browns are winning this week i'm taking them in all three of my fucking survival pools i've left at home against the jets perfectly set up for their only win of the year but you're taking the browns and you're oh yeah yeah. i do one for my friend i'm I'm not in one by like did one i'm just helping someone and uh yeah this is definitely the how much of a pussy is your friend to have anyone else do his survival pool I mean, uh, a, gigantic, a gigantic walking vagina. 
Like, just take a pick and call it a day, especially week eight. This was like week 13, 14, 15, where you got, you know, a lot of money on the line or you have to start hedging shit. Like, okay, maybe you, maybe, maybe you take some advice minimally and maximally, like, get a pro to pick for you. But week eight? That guy, I, I don't know who it is. He's a fucking loser. Maybe it's because um, he's afraid that he's going to do something stupid like take the Browns on his own. No, no. See, you need a little – it's like a goalie in hockey. You, you want them to be have a little bit of nuts in them but not be overly batshit, but you can't have them completely sane. Taking the Browns is a logical pick. So I'm not taking the Browns. No, it is not, dude. They're like they are literally. They are two the, point dogs. They're they three go. now. They're three, and they are the sixth um, best team, the sixth most likely team in Vegas to lose right now. Like, if you want to be like, okay, I don't want to take the Patriots, even though I actually think uh, it's tough this week. The Patriots, I think, have a have a deep, decent shot to lose in Buffalo. Like, yeah, I think since yeah, like was probably 60, the best about bet. 65% to win. But um, you can still take, like, the Titans at home against the Jags or the yeah. Falcons against the, the Packers, who, who no one's going to take. Um, like, why the fuck would you take the Browns? Because so I'm looking to take this fucker down. And in order to do that, yes, you can do that in the same way with like the Falcons. You probably see like, no, no one's going to use the Falcons. I can save the Falcons for later if I get through this week. I, you, you, you understand, in this, in this league, in one of the leagues, it's like a million dollar prize pool. I took San Fran the first week. I've already used up Tennessee, Indy, the Jags. If I use up all these crap teams, I got to name the shade week 12, 13, 14 if I'm still in it. And then, and then that's when the Patriots are losing. I'll stab myself and straighten the balls. I'm familiar with how these pools work. Okay, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> that's, why, that's, why you're getting, that's why you're getting outsourced for it. <laughs> yeah. I'm calling it right now. Browns are winning. Anybody want to take fucking bets with me, I'll take bets. If you want to do that straight up, I'll bet any amount of money you want. Uh. <laughs> we'll do it. We'll do it off the pod. Oh well, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll take, I'll take any other bets. The money. Oh, I'm having another Mario Kart bet next week. By the way, fucking Coley, guy who runs our social media stuff. He's a Boston fuck. Thinks he's the best Mario Kart player in the uh, in the office. So obviously we have to play. And I don't play for any sort of stature unless it's for money or something drastic like tattoos. You only play for money. Didn't you lose at like every time I've seen you play? You've lost. No, no, I'm like, every time I throw out the challenge, I'm like, I'm 40 and two every time I've thrown out the challenge publicly. So, do you still play like on your own? Like you're going home tonight and playing? 64 here in the office. Of course I still play. We'll be practicing all week because <laughs> the bet he wants to do is if he loses, he gets, he gets a tattoo of a Mario Kart player of my choice. If I lose, I already got a tattoo. I'm not going down that road again. Plus, it's a little, uh, ambiguous is that the right word what does that word mean i'm not sure what you're trying to say you, why, why don't you say it with ambiguous in and then i'll correct no, you after. i'm too scared i take ambiguous back uh i think i think it's a little i think it's wrong ambitious no it's not definitely not ambitious this is the opposite of ambitious uh nobody is ambitious involved with this bet or intelligent either but i think it, it, it's not right to keep playing for tattoos it's got to be if you want to defend if you want to say you have the greatest, you are the greatest Mario Kart player in the world, 
and already lost, then you got to double down and come back with something stronger. So he's playing for a t- tattoo, and uh, I'm playing. And if I lose, uh, he gets to change my middle name to something of his choice. Well, what does that even mean? How do you like legally? You have to go somewhere to do this. My name, my my middle name. I mean, like, how do you do that? I mean, you just go to a courthouse and you just. You have to go to a courthouse and change your middle name. Yeah, it should be the same thing as changing your name. You well, what are you changing it to? It'd be his choice, which frightens me. Oh no! Because <laughs> <laughs> my my middle name my middle name's Patrick after my father, and he's gonna flip. Oh shit. no! That's so good. But it's a great bet, and it, like you, it's a Dude, great that's bet. Serious stakes. Yeah. So so that's my second level of hell when it comes to Mario Kart bets. And if I lose this, I only get one more, and there's three strikes and you're out in this world and that would that would have to be like i cut off a pinky toe like that's the only thing more drastic i can do other than a tattoo and change my fucking name <laughs> dude i love i love this stuff man that's good are we doing a mini golf bet or something whatever you want whatever you want i don't know if you you're want supposed to, to you're supposed to come to new york like the past three weeks so I'm i waiting. know man i've just been busy but i'm gonna i'm gonna be coming we were doing um i'll be back in philly in two weeks for a game you were here. You were here this past weekend, right? Correct. Correct. Yeah, I've been yeah, trying to stay home more. Just thanks like uh, invite me over and hanging out. I really appreciate that. No, I, I had to, I I was busy, but I've been yeah, um I've been staying I've been staying home more recently. Just like trying to I don't know, just make sure I'm on top of my lineups and just uh, getting in a groove. And I was and I'll appreciate your fucking lineups to help me win money before midnight hour on Sundays. I lost my phone. Freaking oh, like last Sunday, I left it in a cab. I was waiting around all Sunday morning. I'm like trying to DM you every five minutes, and you're not getting back to me. I have to go meet up with someone <laughs> to meet my get my phone. I'm like, I got these lineups, and you didn't text me your fucking lineups like 12:30. Okay, when did yeah? How did it do? Oh, it did amazing. It did absolutely batched it. I loved it, and I will wait to that time. I'm still allowed to bitch, but as long as I don't bite too hard on the hand that feeds me. <laughs> all right well this week i promise a losing lineup put go all in lose all the money that you made this year no don't do that please i kind of need it right now <laughs> <laughs> not only for fine not only for financial reasons but just like kind of mentally just think that i am winning at something in my life currently well you're uh, crushing you're crushing yeah. dfs man what was that you're crushing dfs so far this year exactly and that's that's the only thing i'm really winning at in life right now other than facial hair, I think the beard's coming in pretty good right now. Hold on, I don't know if you. Oh yes, oh yeah. You're uh, you're a beard. Like, we talked about this. You you need the beard. Yeah, I need the beard because I have too fat of a face. Otherwise, like like I otherwise I look like I'm 20 pounds fatter instead of 20 pounds thinner. It's an illusion for the ladies. You yep. lack thereof. Uh, like we, we, let's go through defense real quick. Last week we had the Patriots right on hot. They didn't do so good, but we also said the Chiefs which did pretty good average, like 11 points, and the Titans, which also did dick. Uh, Eagles, though, did hotter than hot, which I guess we should have seen more going in. But uh, what do you got this week? Top defense. Denver. Denver at home against uh, San Diego. Pair them with uh, Booker. And um, I think that's the top. I think that's the top play for, for cash games. Yeah, it's 37 followed by the Jets, who are going to lose to Cleveland. Uh, actually, I kind of like Cleveland's defense this week. What do you think about that? 
Um, Fitzpatrick, I think, takes like the second lowest um, number of sacks per drop back in the league. So I don't like that. And uh, also Cleveland, you know. But they're going to win and they're going to win on something like crazy, like a kickoff return, followed by an interception return, followed by Fumble Ruski. Yeah, if they do that, then I'm, <laughs> that'd be great. But uh, tournaments, um, uh, Cleveland, it's not like the. I don't. I actually don't think Cleveland's that bad because they're so cheap. Um, but um, I'm not on yeah, them that much. I think other people will be on the Patriots too. Like I said, I don't. I don't actually like the Patriots very much. This there's, uh, there's t- a lot of tough calls this week. Everyone's pretty evenly matched. Yeah, Seattle. I think at New Orleans is something you could look at um, uh, in tournaments, and then and then Detroit at Houston. Detroit's been running a little hot. You think they come back to earth? Uh, Detroit's defense is, uh, no, I know. I meant picking Houston. Oh, 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 um, yeah, I don't, yeah, I, th- I think that, that that's okay. They're, I think two point favorite right now or something. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I like the, uh, the, uh, the chiefs. Um, I, I just like playing defenses against Andrew Luck because like he'll put up points and uh, a bunch of yards, but he, um, just holds on to the ball. He'll throw some picks. And uh, I just, yeah, you get low ownership against Luck just because they will put up points, but it doesn't really matter. Um, so I think the Chiefs at Indy is potentially in play in, um, in tournaments. But it's really, I think, just Denver for cash. Yeah, I mean, that, that seems like the safe play until Philip Rivers throws as many touchdowns as he has kids and probably knock up his wife with another touchdown that night. Uh, all right, we got anything else? Yeah, understand that reference, piece of shit. <laughs> um, uh, no, nothing else, but I would like to set up this mini golf bet sometime soon. Just set up a time, and then I'll come up. So I, I don't know any mini golf courses here. I mean, you want to drive to the shore? There's one on Pirate Island? Yeah, I'll meet you wherever you want. Um, I think there's one on the pier, right? Like near – is it near Chelsea? Yeah, but if we're talking outdoors now, it's a whole, whole the ball game. Got to put the elements in the factor. I'll, I'll play at any, any time, anywhere, but – No, you want to play – you want to play outdoors or indoors? I mean, that's the thing. We got to – we got to uh, – I pl- We got to bring that into the uh, accoutrement of our bet. Ideally, we'd be playing like a series of different courses – and I'll do that. I'll, I'll do. I'll do a little cup action. Yeah, I like that. Okay. All right. Well, we'll set that up. Yeah, we get, get in touch with my uh, secretary or intern. You got one now? Nope. Nope. It's just me. all right. All right. Well, yeah. let me know. <laughs> all right. Uh, any last minute questions? Hit up at Bales Football at Smitty Barstool. And um, yeah, no mush this week. Keep it up.